Welcome to the second episode of Let's Talk About Arts Management, launched in August 2022. The podcast series is hosted by the Arts Management Program of Benilde Manila. It aims to propel conversations and interconnections, perspectives, concerns, cases, and issues across the arts management practice and the creative industries. In this episode, we take a look at Gerardo Jimenez's watercolor works through the Plain Air Painting Workshop. His works depict a documentation of his experiences which he is able to portray in the works that he plans to create. He delivers visual poetry in the simplest things that we see in our everyday life, which immortalizes its significance as long as the artwork continues to exist. I'm very happy that uh, people chose to join this. Um, I relatively went seriously into this quite late in my life, ano? but I would say that my teacher that pushed me to make, uh, that made me grow faster in this, is this practice of plain air painting, or painting, ano. Pero, people say, ano ba yung plain air painting? In my chat group, sabi na, ano ba yung airplane ba yan, or what? <laughs> sabi naman na iba, if it's, uh, if it's painting outdoors, gawain ba yan ng masokista? Are you trying to punish yourself by experiencing the heat, etc., ano? And uh, really the definition, the simple definition is painting outdoors and to go further that you paint your whole work outdoors as against painting inside the studio or maybe doing a small sketch outdoors and then making it a bigger painting indoors in the studio or working from photographs. So why do you have to paint outdoors when you have photographs, you have the studio, you don't have to encounter the the hardship of uh, I mean, the, the inconveniences, uh, the discomfort of painting outside. You know? And that's what I want to talk about and hopefully uh, shed some light on uh, it is worth the extra effort. Because in my case, it really made me learn faster. Okay. Um, when you say outdoor painting, it's usually associated with painting landscapes. Far, landscapes or and this was in the 1800s when everything was almost rural tapos with urbanization it was also associated with urbanscapes or city scenes ano? and street scenes and this is under the natural light under the, the atmosphere um, it's even more than what you see you know now you hear the sounds of the place you're painting you you even smell the place. So far, you have a you have a greater connection. You have a greater feel of your subject if you paint right there where you uh, at the with the subject that you're going to paint, and it allows you to connect more with your subject. Also, pag outdoors, madaming constraints. Ano? you're in a hurry. Baka uh, umulan. Or the, the sun is shifting, so the shadows are changing. So you have to finish what you're doing right up. The constraints are, no, mausok. May mga taong nag-uusyoso. It's a, it's a, a bit, ano, no? It, it's also, there's a little stress involved with it. But because of this stress, napipilitan ka to work faster. You make your decisions in your work faster. 
And that's really what painting is, right? It's a series of decisions. What color will I use? What shape will I draw? What is my main subject, etc., etc. And you're forced to make these decisions faster under these conditions. Kaya din, you also get better faster. Um, sometimes people say, pag naggawa ng plain air, baka yung nagawa hindi maganda. And sometimes the bad work is fine. Papela naman yan, no problem. But it always leads to better work. Ano? And so the more you do it, under these conditions, the faster you improve. And for me, you know, in spite of all the discomforts, I find it really fun. Ano? It's really fun to paint outdoors kasi kita mo kagad yung subject mo. It's a bit difficult, but just that, that, that experience is something. Also, among artists, um, among artists, sometimes we get to organize sessions where we all paint outdoors. Sometimes we travel to the provinces or we go to Binondo in the city and then we paint together. And painting together, whether with your sister, with your friend, with your fellow artist, your family members, you always learn faster and you learn from each other when you paint together. And that's our experience. Bukudsa, it's really more fun if you have friends around. So, um, that's plain air. Uh, a short history of plain air painting. And this ties it in with why this activity was organized. Um, this, is, this is part of the activities related to the ongoing exhibit here at Gallery 7 called Diamond in the Rough. Um, this this show was organized to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the Amity Agreement between France and the Philippines. So um, this is the friendship between two countries. And part of the relationship of two countries is really the exchange of influences also in art. And the influence of the French in Philippine art is also quite quite ano, significant for me. Um, painting outdoors, dati kasi, they were all painting in the studio, no? in a room with uh, only one light source, with candila. Um, that was the usual way, no? the classical the classical times. Ano? But um, there was an English painter, his name was John Constable. If you Google him, you'll see his paintings, magaganda yung clouds, ano? So he started to paint outdoors. Um, and then this practice was adopted by a certain town in France called Barbizon. Ano? They call themselves the Barbizon School of Painting. And artists would come together there. It was a train ride from Paris. Punta sila doon, katabi nila yung Forest of Fountain Blue. So they had this forest that they could paint all the time. And they started doing this, ano? Uh, painting right there on the scene. Um, so ganon pa yung ginagawa nila. And then after a few years, a new generation of artists joined them. And maybe you will be familiar with the names Claude Monet, or um, Degas, Manet, Calibot. And these people naman, Ang ginawa nila, sabi nila, let's not just paint small paintings. Join us. Welcome. 
Welcome. Um, this new generation, this, these younger artists said, no, we will not just paint outdoors as a sketch or a study for a bigger painting that I will do in my studio. No, sabi nila, we will paint the actual work, kahit malaki, we will paint them outdoors. And this eventually gave birth to the Impressionist movement, which for me, you know, uh, mula nung bata ko, when I was still young, I was already fascinated with Impressionist. I remember na being so fascinated pag lumapit ako sa mga malalaking large Impressionist painting. I could not see, I could not recognize anything. Parang puro blobs of paint lang. And then when you step back, you see it's part of a beautiful picture. That was really the Impressionist, uh, ano, no? the Impressionist movement. And also, the Impressionists, if you notice their work in a Claude Monet, the quality of light was so much richer. No? Nakita nila na light is not just white, it's, it's really like a spectrum of different colors. If you look closely at the paintings you'll see in, in, in the internet, and daming kulay, the sky is has all the all the colors already and uh, they were the ones who popularized plain air painting and um, not only did they paint outdoors but before their time it was usually historical paintings yung mga nangyari dati they imagine what happened uh, sometimes biblical paintings and they idealize the scene they invent the scene you know? the impressionist painters not only painted outdoors, but they also painted the ordinary life. Yung nakikita talaga outside. Ano? And that, that really began the, the practice of painting. Um, really the, the time, uh, the, the life you see around you. Okay? So that was the, just, a short, um, just a short history. You know? And then eventually, dumating sa atin ang impressionists. You probably know Fernando Amorsolo. If you see his paintings, the quality of light is really the most spectacular thing about his paintings. And that, he, that is really a, the, the, the impressionist influence in his work. Um, later, after Fernando Amorsolo, there was a group of artists that called themselves the, the Dimasalang Artists. Um, if you, this was headed by Sim Mendoza. And then si Aguilar Cruz, who was, a, who was also a writer, a journalist. If you know, if you remember, yung mga mas bata, baka hindi niya maalala to, but there was the Larry Cruz uh, chain of restaurants. Larry Cruz was the son of E. Aguilar Cruz. Ano? And uh, he brought the, the art also in the restaurants that they, they grew up. There's also Ibarra de la Rosa. Um, and then... And their youngest that time was si Romulo Galicano. Ngayon, ang natitira na lang sa kanila si Romulo Galicano. If you see his work, again, the quality of light in his work is fantastic. Ano? Um, Mr. Galicano is also one of the leading portraitists of the Philippines right now. Ako, yung mga paborito kong painters, lahat sila practice plain air painting. So it really appeals to me, their work and this Okay, so uh, how do we go about? Paano ba yung, paano ba yung, how complicated is plain air painting? 
to show you how simple it could be, you know? Kaya suot-suot ko itong bag na to. When I go around, sometimes I stop in a coffee shop or minsan sa kanto-kanto. And then I just take some of my stuff and I could already paint. I'll show you how compact a kit can be. Ito lang yung aking ano. I, I, I can have a small sketchbook. Ano, I, I can draw. I can paint. Ano, and then sometimes this becomes the model for a bigger kind of work. Pero, the nice thing is I have the notebook. Ano, uh, I always have one. I always have painting or drawing things kahit saan ako. Para if I am moved to paint, then it's always practice and maybe a chance to discover something new. Pero sa loob, dito sa aking resealable, may tubig ako. I cut my brushes so that they would fit a small plastic bag. Ano? So I have four brushes, pencil, and this compact. Someone gave me this little small palette. Malit lang siya pero I can mix it also here. And then this one is a tetra pack. Kung ako po na pagbinok sa ako, may naitindig na ako. So it can be this simple, this compact, this small. But of course, if you want it to be more elaborate. And my setup for today is this, ano? This is quite, ano? This someone, an artist friend gave me this easel, so I'm very grateful to him. But I'm using this. I have my and also when I start painting, ano? Feel free to come close. I say you won't see it from here. You can come close and then go back. Not. Ang gusto gagawin ko din is I will just do the start. Then at some point we'll say let's all paint together. So those who want to paint along, choose your your part that you want to paint, and then just go. There's nothing. Walang mali dito. Where you can do anything. As my friend said, papel lang yan. Pagka does it turn out well? No problem. There's always a next time. But you'll be surprised that it will it can turn out well. And most of all, it's your creation. And for that it's worth already that work. So you keep that whatever. Okay, so first um the paper. Uh, for um I chose watercolor, no gusto ko siya ever since I was small. But the nice thing with watercolor is because it's really like a collaboration with water. Minsan yung tubig yung gagalaw ng painting mo. And you'll notice that when you do something, even after your stroke, the painting continues to move because the pigment continues to interact with the water. And uh, that's the reason why some people say it's harder to control watercolor. But for me, that's also the charm. Kaya din maganda watercolor dahil it can do something that you cannot do with any other medium. And uh, the effect of uh, very liquid painting is like also the effect of light. Yung the shifting of light, the shadows and light. It's also the way, for me, the way water also behaves. 
but um, I'll have I have paper. We usually mount it on a hard a hard backing. Uh, in my case, it's wood. Ano, um, the paper I usually recommend is 300 GSM. Um, this is 300 GSM, so it's thick paper so that it can handle several layers. Hindi kagad siya masisira. In our case, para we can, ano, ano? Para it's also more doable. We just use the plastic corrugated sheet. And then we pasted this watercolor paper on that. So it will work for now. But ideally, if you're going to go continue with watercolor, we mount we mount the paper on this. Another thing with watercolor is watercolor paper is pag nabasa siya, it will start to buckle. Umaalon siya kasi the paper expands when it is wet. Ano? And uh, sometimes that can affect the painting. So what we do is we stretch the paper. We moisten the paper first. Tapos pag basa na siya, it expands a little. And then we put gum tape on the sides to attach it. And then we let it dry. When the watercolor paper dries, it shrinks again. So nagiging batang pa. Now there are no bubbles. Very hot. Another way is I have plastic here. I stretch the paper and then I dump tacker the paper to them. This is what I use for the demo. So paper is one. The quality of the paper is very important, but any paper will do. Um, as you get more and more serious, then you already start to think about the quality of your supplies. And uh, 300 GSM watercolor paper, 100% cotton is the best, the best kind. I use Arches and Baohong primarily. Those are the brands. Um, next is the brushes. There's no right or wrong brush. It's the brush that you are comfortable with. So, kung saan kayo gamay, that's the best, ano? And it takes practice to see what you're comfortable with. Um, can I... Uh, I've just been talking so far, no? Para while waiting for everyone. But at this point, can we ask uh, our new friends to introduce yourselves, please? We'll start with where we introduced ourselves. I'm Jejo Jimenez, and then uh, hopefully we can we can meet the others. But can we know your names too? Francel, Francel, Claire. Are you sisters? Friends. Welcome to our session. And Tanya. Tanya. Hello. Okay. Thank you, Tanya. Uh, welcome to this session. So these are our brushes. Um, I'd like to give you an idea why I like watercolor. No? And uh, the challenge of watercolor is, aside from mixing the colors, it is combining the relative thickness or thinness of your paint with the relative moistness or dryness of the paper. And because of that, the, all those variations, Many things are possible, and I'll just give—I'll give you an idea of what I mean. Uh, and again, you can come closer if you want.
just wet the paper. Okay, so I'll wet the paper first, and then. You see now if I and you can come closer if you want, no? If you come closer, itong, because it, it bleeds into the the, the the water, you can see the graduation, no? And then if you do it very dry, you have those skips in the in the paper, no? Kung gusto mga full, then it's a more wala masyadong white sa gitna. You can mix your colors on the paper itself. Say green and blue, and then they bleed into each other. For example, even something as like red, and then tabimosa, let's say blue, and then yung, the way they mix together. Parang for me, that's a heaven for me. And you cannot do it with the other other mediums. So parang ito, the way the water is doing part of my work. And in a way also that I cannot fully predict. I don't know how far the blue will go. And uh, one part becomes violet, red pa. And then if you want to do, let's say, a sky. And uh, let's say, you do a wash like this. And then habang mawababa, it becomes a warmer, let's say, red or yellow. the variation of the water, it changes the tone may ibang dark, may ibang light you can even splatter splatter the paint and then it will, it will interact with the water it creates different effects and when you do it in plain air you can cover more ground with your brush and with the paint faster if you do oil, mas mabagal um, if you do acrylic, you can also paint with acrylic the same way you paint with watercolor. Another thing with watercolor is, as I showed you, it's very portable. Tapos hindi delikado na damage What if you spill your oil paint sa MRT? In watercolor, it's very easy to wash. Water lang, you don't have to use mediums or solvents that may be, that will have a smell or can be a bit toxic. So parang ang dalhin ng watercolor. So this is just one example of 
the many things you can do. I mean, all these things you can <coughs> translate into a technique that tries to represent what you're trying to say. Um, my style also is, I'm not very super realistic. Um, I admire very realistic or even hyper-realistic work. But personally, my style is more loose. Ano? And I think plain air is. If you do it very, very rigidly, maubusan ka ng oras sa, sa, ano, sa um, doing a very hyper-realistic work in plain air. But with a looser style, you can, you can finish your work right away. And I think also because it's loose and free, becomes very, very different. And you'll, you'll see that. You'll be surprised what you can do if you try to do it. Okay, so these are some of the reasons why I, I, I prefer watercolor. And that's also why we're going to use this now. Okay, um, at this point, uh, any questions? Um, first of all, in the palettes we supplied you, we only put around five or six, you know? uh, It's also very, very advisable to use a limited palette, not to use too many colors. Because um, that way you'll also achieve a certain harmony in your, in your painting. Um, so even as little as, let's say, six to eight, you can do something already. But in my case, out of several years of using, I found 18 colors to be my my go-to color. So my this pa this palette has 18. I put them in. You know. By the way, no, this is not a very expensive palette. Daiso lang to, 80 pesos. <laughs> and then I I made makeshift na naglagay ako ng mga pants, ano? So I think. 6 to 18 is, is good. Um, one of the, at least one of the primaries, red, yellow, uh, blue, and then one secondary, orange, or green, or violet, and then let's say a brown or a gray to darken. Okay? So, okay, so what do we do sa no, no, plain, plain air? First, we have the, una, um, you choose your spot. What do you like to draw? And at this point, sorry, I'm talking too much. You know? <laughs> at this point, I want to say, there are no rules. When you are here, you can choose whatever you are drawn to paint. You can choose the way you would like to paint. If you'd like to concentrate lang on doing lines, then that can be your, you know. And you will notice that the nice thing with painting from life, painting from life, even if you have a certain idea of the shape of leaves, see the actual plant, you will see the richness, the variety of actual shapes of angle. I mean the unique is much more beautiful and complicated. Where's my pen? idea ng leaf na na ganon. You'll notice in life na may leaf pala na ganun lang. And that's part of the the fun I find in painting from life and from painting and playing here. Um, so we do first the initial sketch. 
Um, normally, a uh, good plain air session is around 2 hours. Pwede na 2 hours, minsan mas maikli. Um, that, that way, hindi masyadong umibay yung sunlight. Hindi masyadong umibay yung mga shadow. So, you do a, maybe a initial sketch is around 15 minutes or less. And then, you do another painting. So, ang gagawin ko ngayon is, I'll, I'll do one painting. And then, maybe after the first wash, I'll talk a little and then you can start on your own. Kanina, I chose this. I like the, the steps here. And then, I liked also how the leaves were... The shapes of the leaves were lighter. So, pinili ko na. We chose nga pala uh, pencil sa inyo na may eraser na. No? But for me, a uh, needable eraser is is, uh, is a nice thing to have for the future sessions. Yeah. I noticed if you, if you try to draw it faster, and I like to stand up while doing this. If it's possible to stand up, okay, kasi you can can use your whole arm instead of working this way but of course there are some conditions that you have to work smaller especially with a smaller smaller and um, smaller sketches also uh, one one thing with plain air sketching is it forces you to form the composition right away. Ano? Because you're pressed for time, napapractice kayo to, to do your composition. Um, I noticed with many, they paint from pictures they find in magazines. While it's good practice, and you learn about the, the way the photographer made the picture, it's also okay to copy master's work so that you will learn. Um, it's important for me to do this na because you learn to create your own composition. If you paint kasi from a photograph, the work of making the composition was already done. Diba, eh? Brian? And it's also good to practice with the camera because you also get to practice making your own composition. But uh, when you do this, you're forced to make your own composition right away. And what is composition? It's really an arrange, arranging your major shapes, the biggest shapes, so that they will attract the attention of others. Uh, I heard this definition of composition. It is you know, when you go to a gallery and then you see the paintings from afar, a painting will strike you not because of the small details, but it's because from afar it already catches your and that's because the shapes are very clear and they already get your they already appeal. So ganun din. Pag dito, what is my major shape? It's the S shape, the curve of the stairs. And then the, the, the major leaves of the plants around. So that's what I choose to. I don't have to do the exact number of steps. You don't have to. So you can just make uh, more or less uh, yung something represent. And also, one thing in painting is you don't have to be fully faithful to what you see. You can rearrange. And that's the difference between painting and uh, camera. Uh, unless you do other effects on camera. 
dito you can arrange so that it supports your you don't have to paint everything in fact the one thing that plain air painting does is it helps you simplify your painting if you try to put everything din magiging magulo din yung, yung painting so i'm stressing i'm i'm uh, concentrating on the steps i'd like to somehow show a depth so dapat parang perspective habang lumalayo lumiliit no, no? if i make mistakes okay lang i'll just uh, i'll just i don't even have to erase and then i make just loose just loose uh, just loose sketches of the plants inside doesn't have to be exact but i'd like to get the character on the plant you should also when you do a shape you try to look for the for the major shape so for example yung ferns ano madami siyang dahon but i'll look first at the big shapes and then i will find the smaller shapes within the shape it helps me not think too much in detail there you get the general shape the important thing is to get that big shape i'd like the leaves to cover the dito of course, the way you make a path is wag mo ipapangharang yung dahon, di ba? Or hindi makakalakad. But if you do that in your painting, masyado matabi, masyado malaking space, you can exaggerate. You can make the leaves come closer. So it's all... That's why art is the greatest freedom. You can do whatever you want. So I'd like to do this. There are some pots, but I don't want it to be about the pot, so I'm not going to include there's some trees, so and then there's that, diba, the sunlight there. Gusto ko yan. Gusto ko yung mga maagaw na yan. So I'm going to reserve this for some sunlight. So that's that's more or less enough for me. Konting bato. Um, who was doing acrylic? Gel. Uh, diba, acrylic, you can uh, just like oil, you can paint a lighter color over a darker color. Mapapatungan siya. In watercolor, it's a transparent medium. So, hindi mo matatakpan fully yung previous na napinta mo. The initial layer, you cannot cover right away. Unless you make your next layer very dark. Okay? So, that means you paint from light to dark. Unlike in oil and acrylic, you can paint from dark to light. That's usually how you paint in those mediums, diba? So, pag light, if you intend it to be light, tapos lalagyan mo ng dark color, hindi mo na matatanggal yun. You can only erase to a certain extent. So, kasama sa, sa planning your watercolor is, what are your light areas? And don't paint on them. Or at least paint a very light uh, wash over them at the start because you cannot make a certain area lighter okay it will only just get darker the more you paint on it and also the effect of the light you're, you're basically keeping the white of your paper the effect of that is really nice for me that's the another nice thing of watercolor pag nakita mo yung white ng paper it's very luminous because 
Nandiyan na yung light eh. The light is the paper itself. Unlike in the other mediums, you put the light areas. So, this is roughly what I'd like to do. I'd like to show that naglalagay ako ng mga puno para just to to give more depth and I'd like to highlight how big the trees are and that's it that's the start ano? then I'll start now with my initial wash so I'd like to I'd like to define my my highlights so ang gagawin ko is magpipinta muna ako around them the choice of colors is really depending on the artist ano? but these are what I usually use, you know? uh, for blue, I have cobalt blue. For yellow, I have aureolin. These are very transparent pigments. And then for red, uh, usually it's alizarin crimson or cadmium red. Again, we, we, we work from light to dark. You know? And usually you have to mix colors kasi yung natural color niya masyadong hindi siya natural. Ano? So to naturalize it, you mute the color, you reduce the chroma. Okay, I'll start. I'll start with the shadows of the steps. If you use less colors in your in your, you know, in your painting, I find that it, it looks better. Dahil mas may harmony, you know. Kundi parang this part looks so different from this part. And uh, it, it, it doesn't look good for me. There are parts of the path that are in shadows, ano? so I can add the shadow later. Lighter green, so I'm going to use this here. The darker green, I'll put more blue and a little brown to blue tip. You can let the colors bleed. You know? That's the nice thing with. That's sometimes the charm of. That's the charm of uh, watercolor. So, I see that the. Colors of the leaves are lighter. Dito naman sa kabila, mas dark. So I'll use a more bluish green. I'll darken it with 
by adding some brown. So initial wash now. Also, um, when you sketch, usually your paper is upright, di ba? Ang mataas. Pero when you start water, uh, in watercolor, if it's upright, pagbasa, it will dribble down. So, the nice thing with uh, something you have to have in your easel is you can adjust the tilt. There are some easels na pang oil na talagang upright lang siya eh. It will be hard to use it for watercolor kasi it's hard to paint this way, you know? And uh, you'll be forced not to make use too much of the moisture of the make use of water if you want to paint upright. So dapat yung ganito. You can actually improvise. Uh, you can improvise uh, um, an easel from yung mga normal tripods ng cameras. Ganun yung aking tripod dat. The shapes are not so exact, no? and then you can shift it by you can soften your edges by by uh, drying your brush and then washing it. So, simula, uh, it doesn't have to be exact. And then I'd like to have the yellow at the back, so I'm going to use this kind of yellow. So I'm starting with the light, ano? Madali na patungan ng darker color afterwards so it's okay to start with the light right now I'm going to paint over it afterwards. I'd like to put more blue pointing sky I'm trying to use the brush that we will all be using foreground so part of the challenge of doing a painting you know whatever the medium is controlling your edges pag lahat very hard yung edges, parang 
wala masyadong dynamism. Parang it's also nice to vary your edges. Minsan may hard edges, especially where you want the people to look your vocals wide. And then yung mga sa tabi, you try to soften the edges so that they don't catch the attention. Part of painting is trying to lead the eye of the viewer to where you want them to go. So, dito I want them to follow the path. So I'd like to have the most contrast there. And hopefully the contrasting color also, also the warmth of the, of the, ano, the warmth of the color. And the, the combination of warm or colors which have more yellow and red or the cooler colors, like colors basically that have more blue relative to the colors that are beside them. So you'll see that, ano, puro very light pa lang yung ginamit ko. Um, so watercolor, if you, if you want a color to stay that way already, or you don't want to change it so much. You let it dry first. Kasi kung papatungan mo yun, mag-mix lahat. And sometimes, it, it results in a color na masyadong brown. Tawag nila muddy, maputik na. Or it becomes overdone. So usually, after the first layer of colors, you let it dry first before you put the next one. And here, I'm adjustment ko na lang is I want to soften some of the, some of the edges. Like, ito. Yung mga edges na yan, pag natuyo yan, mahirap na yan mabura. You have, to, you have to paint something darker on it to cover it. So it's good to soften them at the start. Now, also, uh, kahit na gusto ko matuyo muna, especially the foreground, yung sa likod, to give a impression of, uh, the illusion of depth, if the strokes are softer, the shapes are softer para mag nagmumukha mas malayo so i'd like to do that habang medyo basa pa siya para mas lumambot dahil medyo bleach siya so i'll let it dry first yan ang ano you judge if it's too dry masyadong kakalat yung kulay if it's a bit dry too dry hindi na siya magbi-bleed so you try to judge the relative moistness of the of the paper before you bleed. But generally, after the first wash, I let it dry first. Now at this point, gusto ko sana kayo to invite you, baka you already know of a spot that you want to paint. It can be a certain plant, you can focus on one, try to get that lighting, or even the shape, bahala kayo, no? Or it's a scene like ito. Uh, I like this texture, kaya lang you have to position yourself by the entrance. I painted this area last Tuesday when we did the ocular, you find what you like. You can paint the chair, so maganda din yung chair. It really depends on you. Okay? So maybe at this point, I invite you na to start your preliminary drawing. Okay? And then we will continue again and we will continue this. Okay, can we, ano, can I have your attention first? Uh, time out muna. Okay, as we continue, ano, you'll notice na at the start, the shapes are not so well defined. Um, and then, 
As you go on, you try to make use of other ways of looking at your painting. I think one of the useful things I learned fairly recently is when you paint something, you're not actually painting that object. If you think of it in terms of painting the shape, and not let's say a chair, nagawa ko ng silya, so mukhang chair. But if you concentrate on the shape of the different parts of the chair, or even what we call negative shape, the shape outside of what you're actually trying to do, it makes your drawing more accurate. And you'll notice that I wasn't painting a chair, but I ended up painting a chair. And at this point, when you start to Touching water calling, you try to build your values so in relative darkness or lightness of what you call tone. You're actually trying to paint those negative shapes so that you will define the shape that you want. So, when you it's not just a matter of painting the leaf, but you also paint around the leaf. And that's the next part. And that's why I just Okay, if you try to do the negative negative shapes around, let's say the the leaves, but you bleed in some hour what you painted. So you have to let it dry for a while. I'm happy to see that some of you started painting now. And to go later, you can also let it dry so that you can uh, put your darker marks later. If you'd like to join me here, I can explain um, what I'm doing next. Okay. Um, normally, when you normally when we paint, we we start from the background to the foreground. Kaya alam because we have limited time sa. Limited time sa, ano, sa plain air painting. Sometimes pinagahalo ko na yun. Sometimes I start with my foreground. Um, when I have more time, sometimes I, I wet the whole paint before I start painting ano, so that the light is all diffused. But since we don't have time so much, hindi ko na ginawa yun. I really left some areas um, white already. Dadagdagan ko na lang ng color later if I find it to be ano. But here, I worked a little bit on the background para habang nasutuyo dito, I can, ano, and I, I was trying to make it as soft as I could. Um, the other things you can do to soften the edges is, as I showed kanina, no? you can clean your brush and then you can work on the side para luwambot. Pinawawala yung kanyang edge. Um, Later, it's going to be, you see how important, especially if I put darker colors on But the other way also is to use a tissue. Tissue nga pala is very useful. You want to use, if you want to make these. Just remember, as you put color, you make it darker. No? And that it has an effect. If you wanted it to be lighter, actually it becomes darker. But um, you can use this to soften your edges. 
uh, you can use it to add texture to the color. So, um, for example, um, okay, so if you want to have some variety in the lugar, you can. Una, it can be an eraser, pag nagkamali, ang ganyan mo kagad ng tissue. Or if you want a, a richer texture, let's say, yun ay itong steps, ano? Gusto ko medyo hindi pantay, dahil hindi naman sa palagi pantay. You can change the relative darkness with the tissue or with the brush. So I always have tissue paper with me when I go out of paint. So now, medyo natutuyo na dito. I can start trying to define the shapes around by yun nga, trying to yun yung sa mga dahon na to. No? For example, um, I just take this. If you're going to paint this, kaya dark naman yung background, paano yun, no? You try to look for the shape inside, you know? And you'll notice that if you just concentrate on that, eventually, magmumukha ng dahon yung, yung ano, because you painted around it. Just by concentrating on that shape around the leaf. So I'll try to do that here. Again, it's not going to be exact, you know? And that's also, for me, part of what I like in the painting. You know? Hindi exact, so, fire you're also, Right, interacting with your audience, parang naguhula din siya, ano pa, ah, dahon pala yun, ah, paso pala yun, ah, step pala yun. So I'll try, just by looking at the Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So basically, I'm looking at the shadow shape. Trying to paint the shadow. Hopefully, the leaves will emerge. Sometimes they don't. also noticed ano, na sometimes what keeps us from painting is worrying that it might fail. Naku, baka pangit. So, sometimes I've noticed myself delaying starting something kasi naku, baka magkamali ako. Lalo lang pag commission work, naku, baka hindi magustuhan ng order, etc. And you notice na it doesn't help. Ano. You have to dance with that fear na kahit na it will never go away because you're trying to criticize yourself also. You just go on and sooner or later you're gonna do, make something. The worst thing is, oh, it fails, you go back and bago. In the meantime, you get better. Right? Having different brushes helps. Like for example, may mga small lines na pag naging mataba, nawawala yung proportion. That's another thing about drawing. What you're trying to do is trying to the proportions. Pag hindi maganda yung proportions, kumbaga sa pagkanta, medyo sintonado. So, try to keep your proportions, try to have shapes that are recognizable. Try to paint those shadows so that um, 
your tonal hierarchy. Kung ano yung dapat dark doon, dapat mas dark din dito. Pag nagbaliktad, nagiging sintonado yung Sometimes, hindi naman kamukha nun, pero maganda din. So, pwede na rin. It's part of the creative process that sometimes what you end up with doesn't really look exactly what, like what you are trying to copy, but it turns out. Notice I'm not painting dito. I want to do something here. I want to highlight the yung mga dappled sunlight. So later I'm going to work on that. When it's farther, I use more blue. So that it will look even farther. This is what I mean. Ano? Pag medyo pasapa, it's magandang effect. So it softens it. And since I don't really want to put attention to the background, maganda yung mga soft. But also, again, to vary the, minsan hard dito, minsan soft. Yun ang maganda din sa watercolor. You can do that. Uh, I try to make it may mga dark, but not too dark, para it doesn't, it doesn't uh, get too much attention. doesn't necessarily look exactly what, like what we are looking at, but hopefully it will come up with something that can suggest the leaves, and uh, hopefully maganda pa rin. You notice I'm using every part of the brush. Minsan side, I twist it. You'll find things you can do with the brushes that you like to use. But again, I don't want it to be masyado madaming contrast dito kasi I want people to look here. So, again, you're trying to trying to lead your viewer to where you want them to go. And that's part of the... Ito lang yun, the S of this is already, somehow it attracts your attention. But you can do other things. You can make your leaves point to the steps. So that, so that they will, um, mm -hmm. like they're pointing to where you want them to, where you want the viewer to. Again, not so exact. When you go back, ano, limited yung colors natin. If you want a darker color, sometimes it's not important what color you use. What is important is the tone, ano? so yung darkness or lightness. And one way to do, one way to do dark, jan is to mix um, red and green. They're what you call complementary colors, ano? Right. By the way, you know our our tubes are there. In my case, is there. If you want to use other colors that there are there, ano? Um, you can ask me. In my case, I want to make it dark. I can use blue and 
French Chena. So French Chena is a little bit orange. And then blue is the complementary of orange. Kaya nagiging dark siya. Uh, and then if I want it to be darker, dapat thicker yung paste. Taka, ayoko masyadong dark. So sometimes, you know, pwede din... This style is not exact, so you can more or less try to capture the, you know, the randomness of nature by random splatters. At least that's, a, that's one style. I also noticed that it's hard to really do, I think I mentioned this kind of, it's hard to be very realistic in watercolor kasi parang nasasayangan ako sa medium parang the watercolor is for spontaneous strokes and results na hindi mo akalain like a lot of this I didn't I didn't predict exactly how they would you know, naging ganyan na lang and sometimes it's good okay, so okay I'm going to work on the shadows in dito and then the shadows of the steps then later I'm going to maybe put the try to show the dappled sunlight. Okay, so if you want to continue, okay. Uh, can I ask you to come around again? Part um, as you go as you go further, no? I found from from the experience that going further is to add darks at uh, strategic places. <coughs> Pag may dark, magmumukhang mas full. Yung ano, kasi di ba in, in, uh, in real life may dark. Uh, and one way you can you can um, help yourself learn, kung ano yung view mo, you take a photo, may, may, may camera tayo. No? And then, if you have Snapseed or any editing program, you make it black and white, tanggalin yung saturation of color, and you will see which parts are dark and light. If you follow that, actually it doesn't matter what color you use, lalabas yung painting niya. And uh, it's a matter of leaving the light colors, the highlights intact, and then adding the mid-tones, yung mga middle tones, hindi masyadong dark, hindi masyadong light, and then your darks. And then, pagkano, you'll see a fullness more and more in your painting. When I was, I was active 1999 to 2001, tapos tumigil ako. Sabi ng mga artist na kasama ko, tones, tones, tones. So sabi ko, okay, pero hindi ko talaga naiintindihan. But comparing my work then, now, I noticed that the difference was I had better tonal values in my painting. So, tones, I think is very, ano, is key. And for me, it's a big part of the fun I have in painting. Creating a picture just by finding parang abstract shapes and then putting, trying to stay true to the tones of what I see. Even if sometimes the shapes are not, you don't have enough time to be exact, ano? unless you really want the plain air session to concentrate on getting the shapes accurately. But if you want to take a painting, tones ang, ang key. So ang suggestion ay at this point, try to find in your subject, saan yung mga darkest darks, and then try to, 
try to put them in your painting. And you'll see, parang, <coughs> kung maganda na yung painting niya, biglang mas lalo pang nabuhay. Okay? So, that's what I'm trying to do also in my, in my painting. Okay? So, again, you can observe, you can continue your work, you can start a new painting if you want, whatever. Eh? We're here to have fun. <coughs> Last Tuesday, we did an ocular in preparation for this. Nandito na rin lang ako. Nag-practice din ako. I did a plain air. At saka, I usually paint here in the arboreto. I chose that scene. So, yung una kong ginawa, actually, gusto ko itapo nung una. Pero sabi ko, baka may pag-asa pa. I ended up with this. Ano? And, uh, parang, ang, what I wanted to say lang is, parang a painting is never never a failure. It can either teach us for the next one or it itself can be salvageable. And you can either like the whole thing or sabihin mo, ay ito, I learned something from this. I made this mistake which I can avoid next time or I like the way I do this. Maybe I can do that, that again. Uh, all I want to say is the, the way to paint is better is to continue painting. That's one. And then second, just a, just a reminder, no? um, really the sketchbook. <coughs> I just show a few more. I actually went back to painting in 2015 because I wanted to have a visual journal. Yun lang aking ambition on. Something na imbis na, aside from writing a journal, to have a visual journal. And this is an example. No? So whether you're a professional artist or a hobbyist, all of these things are good, you know? I think to have a record lang or something, if you paint it, you will remember it even more. It's going to be a more precious memory for you. So I just give you an idea, you know? Laguna. I did a run from Antipolo to Laguna, so I recorded some of the things. And, uh, as I went to, siguro some of you are familiar, ito yung Church of the Yesus. I went to a farm that had this forest-like you know, trees. We did uh, urban sketching in National Museum. And para sa akin, I'm not gonna sell this. This is my, this is my life. Ano? So it also reminds me of the times I had with my family, experiences. And it, you don't have to be a professional artist to, be, to do art. You can mix it with whatever you're doing. Because I think it will really enrich your life. Uh, to draw is a superpower. If you can draw, the better you can draw, it's a superpower. And it makes me happy that I can draw. And I continue to draw. And having the sketchbook always allows me to practice anytime and to record special experiences. So, it, only for that, that you continue working, that you always have a sketchbook. For me, this afternoon was already worth that too. And I want to share because that has made a big difference in my own life. Whether it's therapy, or healing, or buhos ng sama ng loob, or masaya ka, you remember that moment with the sketchbook. 
So that's uh, that's one. Another sketch, you know, ever since I went back to painting, 2015, I have around 50 to 60 sketchbooks already. Because I try to paint where, where, wherever. Sometimes it's a failure like that, doesn't matter. Failure, sometimes it turns out nice. Punta kami sa Masungi, so I drew that. So I can remember that experience more. My children, uh, church, a place I went to. So I can sell my paintings, but these ones I will guard with my life. <laughs> and I hope you have your your own and you enjoy it. The important thing is enjoy it. If you if this is fun for you, I recommend I recommend it a lot. Whatever your work is. Okay, uh, just a short, just a short note. Normally, towards the end of the painting, it's the chance for you to do some calligraphy. The lines are very expressive to see your subject. Even the lines, sometimes uh, they're skipping, they don't have to be full. Then it again adds another dimension to the painting. So you add your washes, you add your shadows, you add your mid-tones. Tapos yung calligraphy naman, which um, you can use with the tip of the Chinese brush. In my case, this is what I use, ano? yung very thin, or which is why this is useful for me. Okay, so, mas expressive yung strokes, maganda dyan. You'll notice, ano, it, it's the same place, but the appearance has changed depending on the lighting. Dito, mas maliwanag. So you can actually paint the same subject in endless ways, ano? Dahil the light always is different. Okay, so let's, let's finish that. Okay, let's, uh, um, the food is ready, so let's have a final, uh, final, yeah? Una-una, let me say na I am just so happy to see you painting. And, uh, to the extent na kahit pabayaan kayo, you were continuing, ano? For me, that's the most important. The, the most important thing about this, the purpose, was to get into pain and to enjoy it even more. Thank you for tuning in with us in this episode. We look forward to listening with you in the next ones. Let's Talk About Arts Management is a podcast series launched by the Arts Management Program of the De La Salle College of St. Louis, Manila, Philippines, School of Arts, Culture, and Performance. Through its arts education and community outreach class in August 2022, it aims to propel conversations on interconnections, perspectives, concerns, cases, and issues across arts management practice in the creative industries. Follow us to have front row seats to our next episodes.